scripture is very black and white, but are there any gray areas at all? Hmm. We'll see at least one today yeah. in 1 Corinthians chapter 10. You're, You're listening, listening to Between to... the Lines. <laughs> I'm Junior. Yeah, and I'm Scott. <laughs> it's Monday, so we're yeah. just, you know. Yeah, we, we got to get into the swing of things. That's right. Know, a little bit. I've I have noticed we tend to do better on Fridays than Mondays. Yeah, I don't know why, but anyway, let's speak for uh, yourself, Father. You, I yeah. think I do great every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a lot of people have asked about this. You know, how much time do we put in preparation? The truth is none. We and we want to teach you to read the Bible. That's kind of what we're doing here. We we just read and we talk as we're thinking while we're reading, but we don't look it over ahead of time. Don't look up commentaries or any of that. And so we, we'd love to invite you along to have that kind of a process that you can just read the scriptures and let it speak. That's right. Well, let's get started. Do you want me to want me to start? Yeah. Chapter uh, 10 and yeah, verse there's... 1. So I don't want you to forget, dear brothers and sisters, about our ancestors in the wilderness long ago. All of them were guided by a cloud that moved ahead of them, and all of them walked through the sea on dry ground. In the cloud and in the sea, all of them were baptized as followers of Moses. All of them ate the same spiritual food, and all of them drank the same spiritual water. For they drank from the spiritual rock that traveled with them, and that rock was Christ. Yet God was not pleased with most of them, and their bodies were scattered in the wilderness. These are the ones that whined, and they complained, and, and that older generation all died off on their way. <clears throat> These things happened as a warning to us, so that we would not crave evil things as they did. Or worship idols, as some of them did. As the scriptures say, the people celebrated with feasting and drinking, and they indulged in pagan revelry. And we must not engage in sexual immorality, as some of them did, causing 23,000 of them to die in one day, because that was part of what they engaged in with that pagan worship. You know, it's, you wonder, okay, what was the draw? Why would they always go wandering off to other idols and the pagan worship? Well, because the nations surrounding them had a very sensual worship practices that were common. Oh, yeah. And so you can see what the draw was that, oh, this was satisfying to the flesh. It's almost like going to a club. It, it was high emotions. It was sexualized. It was, mm -hmm. there was, you know. That was the draw. It. Verse 9 then. Nor should we put Christ to the test as some of them did and then died from snake bites. And don't grumble as some of them did. And they were destroyed by the angel of death. We should have our kids memorize that. You know, have your children memorize this. <laughs> Don't grumble, as some of them did, and they were destroyed by the angel of death. Snake will bite you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna use that next time someone comes to me and complains about the coffee or whatever it is that people grumble about. These things happen to them as examples for us. They were written down to warn us who live at the end of the age. If you think that you are standing strong, be careful not to fall. The temptations in your life are no different from what others experience. And God is faithful. He will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand. When you are tempted, he will show you a way out so that you can endure. So my dear friends, flee from the worship of idols. You are reasonable people. Decide for yourselves if what I'm saying is true. Now, you may think I have no trouble in worshiping these idols, yeah. How much time do you watch spend watching TV? How yeah. much are you into the Hollywood crowd? How how much are you into that the fanaticism of athletics? I mean, I love sports, but how much you know? How much of that is maybe a modern form of idolatry? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you pick up from there? 
When we bless the cup at the Lord's table, aren't we sharing in the blood of Christ? And when we break bread, aren't we sharing in the body of Christ? And though we are many, we all eat from one loaf of bread, showing that we are one body. Think about the people of Israel. Weren't they united by eating the sacrifices at the altar? What am I trying to say? Am I saying that food offered to idols has some significance or that idols are real gods? No, not at all. I'm saying that these sacrifices are offered to demons, not to God. That's very interesting. Mm -hmm. He calls these false religions demons run by demons. Yeah. I think even today, I don't want to get political, but there are a lot of movements today because, mm -hmm. you know, now it's like, oh, we're not idols, but there are movements where it's like that is demonic. Driven. Yeah. And I think that the demonic involvement in our world today is very prominent. And of course, they're, you know, I, the, the devil is foolish, but he's not stupid. And I think that what we're seeing, the demonic world is taking over people's thinking. If it was this obvious demon possession where people were spazzing out because there's a demon in their body, there's we'd, no draw to we'd that. be paying attention to that. Yeah. yeah, there's no draw to that. But instead, yeah. what the demonic world has done is it's shifted the thinking of people, destroyed yeah. our morality, it's Polit upended our culture. It's been politicized and put into movements instead of these false religions. Mm -hmm. He says, I don't want you to participate with demons. You cannot drink from the cup of the Lord and from the cup of demons too. You cannot eat at the Lord's table and the table of demons too. What? Do we dare to rouse the Lord's jealousy? Do you think we are stronger than he is? You say, well, I'm allowed to do anything, but not everything is good for you. You say, I'm allowed to do anything, but not everything is beneficial. Don't be concerned for your own good, but for the good of others. So you may eat any meat that is sold in the marketplace without raising questions of conscience. For the earth is the Lord's and everything in it. If someone who isn't a believer asks you home for dinner, accept the invitation if you want to. Eat whatever is offered to you without raising questions of conscience. But suppose someone tells you this meat was offered to an idol. Don't eat it. Out of consideration for the conscience of the one who told you, it might be a matter of conscience for you, but it is it is for the it might not be a matter of conscience for you, but it is for the other person. Why? For why should my freedom be limited by what someone else thinks? If I can thank God for the food and enjoy it, why should I be condemned for eating it? You know, this is really good because, it, you know, Paul's taking this on the heels of chapter 9. In fact, if you didn't read over the weekend, go back and do that because chapters 8 and 9 set the stage for this chapter 10. It was a real progression of thought that he was giving there. But in chapter 9, he talks about how he has given up his rights, that we always want to talk about, our, it's my right but Paul says, no, I've given up my rights. I've given my rights over to Christ. My identity is in Jesus. And so I don't want to be standing up for my own rights. Yeah. And that's what he's saying. That's how we ought to view some of these, what we would call gray areas. There are some of these right. things that there's not necessarily a clear answer. And it does depend on the situation and the people that we're with. Yeah. It's like, and we've talked about this before, but it would be like um, drinking, mm -hmm. for example. Um, and I, I've mentioned this before, but I don't, I, I, there are, I drink, I've never been drunk. I don't overdrink. That is a sin, but I do drink. But if I'm around people where I know either it's a stumbling block for them or it's a matter of conscience for them, back, I, I, it's not something that I talk about or bring up or I need to have it around, around me. And this is what Paul is, is getting at is that it's just not beneficial for you in those moments. It's really summarized with verse 31, this, which is a great verse. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Don't give offense to Jews or Gentiles or the church of God. I too try to please everyone in everything I do. I don't just do what is best for me. I do what is best for others so that many may be saved. Mm. And you should imitate, oh, that's verse one. 
of chapter 11, though, I think fits in here because he says, and you should imitate me just as I imitate Christ. Yeah. That's for tomorrow, though. Mm-hmm. And so we'll hit that tomorrow. That's right. We will. Well, all right. Let's uh, get over into, hey, Psalm 100. I can still hear little Scotty reciting this in yeah. kindergarten. That's right. You still uh, got my, it? My teacher, Mrs. Schrader, who <laughs> I saw last summer. She came to my grandma's funeral. She's my kindergarten teacher. And um, for the first, like, three months of kindergarten, every morning I'd have to recite this verse. Yeah. And then uh, we would say it by heart or, you know, by memory. Yeah. Uh, later on. But yeah, funny, I, I have it memorized say, from I have, it, <laughs> I have it memorized in the King James Version. Yeah. Though. So well, it's, make, a great, it's great in the yeah, King James. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he who has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good. His glory, his his mercy, mercy endure. endures forever. Yeah, such a great, such a great yeah. psalm. Yeah, and uh, I, I that would be a great psalm for you to memorize. That's right. You may want to listen to that little clip right there over and over and over for your driving or on the train or whatever you're doing, <laughs> and try to get that into your head. And then that's the KJV version. <laughs> but the KJV version is, is a beautiful, beautiful version, especially yeah. in that it's a particular poetic. psalm. That's right. So. Hey, right. it was good being with you again today. We've started off our week, I think, well by being in God's Word. Honor Him. Make that commitment. You want to love and honor Jesus and everything that you're doing all week long. God bless. Mm-hmm.